to talk. I gotta Skull. tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. It's your host, Pudgy. Everybody know what time it is, man. You guys know how I do it. You know how I hold it down. You always know we bring nothing but fire to the show, man. So welcome, everybody. If you're new, welcome. If you're old, welcome. If you rock with us every week, welcome. 
All I got to say is welcome to the show. I appreciate you, everybody, for rocking with me, man. Definitely appreciate all the love out there, and there is a lot of love out there for your boy. I guess, I don't even know if there's a lot of love for me, but I know that there's a lot of love for what we do over here, and uh, I just want to shout out everybody out there, man. You guys know we do shout outs on this show, so shout out to everybody. You are B-I-G in my book. B-I-G, shout out to everybody out there in L.A. We got a lot of L.A. people out there to show us a lot of love. Shout out to Lily. What's up, yo? Let's get it. Also, got to give a shout out to my people down here in NC who's always holding me down. Always, you know, I, I always run across people who, uh, who've at least listened to the show once or twice. Or it, it seems like I'm running into more and more people who listen to the show all the time. And you know how sweet it is. I mean, it's, it's nothing better than to uh, to be somewhere and meet you know brand new people that you don't know. You know, through random friends or or just being in certain places. So it ain't nothing better than meeting those folks, man. And they and they go, you know, you know, I I know you, man, and and I I like what you're doing. You know, it, it's cool to like to have people support what you do. And have people support, you know, the things that you say and the things that you stand for, um, whether you're always getting them right or wrong. But, you know, it's cool to have people to support you and uh, people believe in you and, and they share the same interest as you. So, you know, I, it's nothing better than that. And, and you know, I don't even care if people don't like me. You know what I'm saying? Well, hold on. Pause for a second. Let, let me pause because I just broke a rule and... uh that's something that I always said that I wouldn't do on this show. I, I, w- I wouldn't break my own. I wouldn't break the show rules. You, you can't, you can't break the show rules. So I, I got to get a boo for that. I know, I know they want to, I know my team want to boo me for that. So, okay. I guess I don't get a boo. So that's cool. I don't, I don't get a boo for that. And uh, yeah. Oh, well, but anyway, w- one of my rules is not to say, um, not to say something that, you really don't mean like I for this show I I try not I don't like to be politically correct and I try my best to be more direct than correct and um so sometimes I might say some stuff that seem a little rough around the edges I mean folks know that I'm I'm a conservative you know I I declare myself a conservative no one else has to declare me nobody else out there has to co-sign this and that's the beautiful part about living in this country America is because no one else has to solidify who you say you are in theory of who you want to be. I'm not talking about identification and none of that. Although some of the things that we stand for, some of the things that we do, some of the most of the things that we that we uh that we say and that we act on uh identify us. But I, I mean I'm talking about government ID. I mean driver's license, you know, things like that of that nature. But th- that's the beautiful part about living in America is that I could just wake up in the morning and say, you know what, today I'm a conservative. And then I could go to sleep, you know, I could, well, I could go on about that day being a conservative, blah, 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 blah. And then I could just, I could go to sleep, I can wake up tomorrow and and declare before all men, all mankind, if you will, um, that I'm a liberal. And... I can go all about that day and be a liberal and then I can go to sleep and do the same thing again. My point is, my point is, and I don't do that by the way, but my point is no matter who you say you are, I'm sorry, no matter who other people say you are, 
And no matter what other people think about you, no matter how other people try to define you, because people will try to define you based on the things that you do. This guy curse, this guy drinks, this guy smokes, he must be a heathen. He's the devil. He's this, he's that. He could be a saint of God. You don't you don't know what that man is. You don't know what that man is going through. You don't know about that man's trial. You don't know about that man's journey or woman. You don't know about that person's walk. You don't know about that person's faith. So all you have to go on, and, and I know a lot of times it's visual. I understand you use your five senses and, you know, you hear things, you see things, you feel things. I, I get that. I'm not only talking about that. But my point is no one can truly define you and that be the end-all, be-all of who you are before the remainder of the world. It just doesn't work like that. Like, you don't, it, it doesn't matter what other people say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. I can, Yo, that's that's the beautiful part about being in America. Like, you can go other places and you're not even allowed. Like, there's other countries where you're not even allowed to self-define who you want to be or self-define who you are or say who you are. There's, 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 a, there's a, a bunch of places out here where you can't stand up for the things that you believe in and speak out on it, where you can't go on a social media site and express your differences with the establishment. You know, there's, there's plenty of places where you can't, just, you can't just talk about the government. You can't talk about your mom and pops. You can't talk about your sex life. It, you know, and and I, I look at Facebook and, and, you know, the Twitter and Tumblr, it's so many. It's so many social networks out there. Shout out to all my people on the social networks, man. It seems like everybody's on there. And if you're not, you probably need to get familiar, especially parents. But And, I, and I'll be back to that, by the way. I'll definitely be back to that. Parents, you parents who, who hate social media so much, but you allow your kids to be on there, it's crazy. But, but anyway, so listen, I define myself as a conservative, a Christ following conservative, right? And that's because of the things that I personally believe, the way that I was raised, the things that I stand for, and the thing the belief of how I think society should live. How society should be responsible for self. Like you can't knock that. I I don't I don't even understand why people try to knock that. You know, and, and I've heard some liberals say, you know, that should be a segment. Liberals say, I've heard some liberals say, and I got liberals for friends, man, and family members, and I, I get it. I don't, I really don't even like throwing out the term liberal, conservative, or whatever. I, I don't even like doing that because it, it incites division, and I'm not about division. I'm I'm all about camaraderie. I'm all about love. I'm all about community. I'm not I'm not so much about division, but I understand some things have to be divided and dissected and have to be spoke on specifically. You know, I get that. I understand that we have to do that. I, I get it. You know, I, I really get that. And even though some folks don't. So as I was saying, I'd self-describe myself and self-proclaim myself being a conservative. And 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 with me being a conservative with what I believe in, with the things and the views that I share and the things that I hold dear. Notice the term I, right? These headphones are amazing. Matter of, I'll talk about that later too, but shout out to such and such company for the headphones, man. You know, we're we working on some things over here. But anyway, anyway, back to my conservatism. And, and you know, I just I describe myself as a conservative because I am a conservative and I have conservative views about most things that align with other conservatives. But sometimes, like, 
when I'm speaking out about the things that I believe or, or the way I feel about things, it just doesn't line up with other conservatives because it doesn't. Like, my conservatism doesn't have any ulterior motive. It doesn't. You know, my conservatism doesn't have any hate behind it. It just doesn't. My conservatism is backed by love. As I said before, community, camaraderie, you know, strength, taking care of country, taking care of people, taking care of self. Like, that's that's my conservatism. Those are the... These are the principles that I teach my kids. These are the rules that I live by. You work hard, you pay for your stuff, you take nothing. Like, this is how we live. This is what we believe. This is what we embrace, man. And I don't need anybody else to explain that for me. I don't, I don't, yo, I don't need other conservatives to hold me down on this because if you're a true conservative, you can stand on your own two feet with this. No one else can wear these shoes. I, I, wear, I wear these on. I wear these shoes well. Nobody else can wear these shoes, and I don't need anybody else to wear these shoes for me. That's conservatism for me, and that's why I proclaim, self-proclaim myself a conservative. That's why I know in my heart, in my belief, in my walk, in my faith, in my day-to-day actions, in everything that I am, I'm a true conservative for which it stands, because I define that. I don't need anybody else. And I say this all the time. Everywhere that I go speak, every place that I go when people invite me to speak or at any event, I always say I define conservatism. I don't need anybody else to define it for me. Despite what you say. Because reality is, and and you know, and this is really, really reality, whether you know, whether people like it or not. You know, true reality is you don't always feel one way about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of folks out there who feel one way about stuff, man, and it's like they try to stand behind it. And this this is the part that, like, bugged me out about conservatives. Like, this is the part that pisses me off about them. You know what I'm saying? Other conservatives. It's like sometimes you got a theory and, and, and believe this now, conservatism is a theory in, in, in sense, right? So you got a lot of people out here that say, you know what, I'm a conservative, so you know what, we can't spend that money and we ain't giving nobody nothing and let them, let them sink. And it's, I, I don't understand that. You know, I, I, I don't get that. Like you, if, if you're a believer in Christ, first of all, you know what I'm saying, and and if you if you're a believer in humanity, if you're a believer in love, if you're a believer in 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 pulling up by the bootstraps and helping somebody get where they need to get, it's like, how can you truly say that a hungry man don't deserve a meal? I don't care how he blew his money. Everybody's entitled to a meal. Everybody's entitled to one meal. I'm not saying that we go out here and spend a meal on everybody's meal, but I'm just saying for the simple fact of who I am and what I believe, everybody deserves a plate. Like, if I got enough to get everybody your plate, everybody going to eat. Like, that's how I feel. These are the things that I stand for. And I don't get, like, how people can stand up and be like, Christ, 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 Jesus, 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 Christ, 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 sing that song, throw that cross out, dance and, and hoop and holler in that pulpit, but at the same time going to tell you that a, a, a hungry man shouldn't eat? I don't get, like, who are you? You, you, you ain't human. Like, you, you can't be human. You're not, come on, you, you're not human, right? You, you, you're not. It's, it's not, you're not a human being. It, it's not possible, yo. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with some of these people, but 
It is what it is, man. Shout out to everybody out there listening to the KRP radio show. These headphones are amazing. Yo, I love these headphones, man. We got a headphone deal coming. I'm working, man. I don't don't know what everybody else out there doing. I don't commonly talk negative about people. I love to talk about the positives about folks, and I'm going to continue to do that. But I don't know what everybody else out there doing. I'm working, trying to make some things happen. Got a whole lot of brothers down with me, man. A whole lot of brothers out there doing their thing. You know, there's a lot of people out here spreading a lot of love. There's a lot of people out here that's, that's actually talking about the things that need to be talked about. They're talking about responsibility. They're talking about the camaraderie. They also, you know, they talk about empowering. And, um, you know, I got a, I got an invite to go out to the to the uh, NAACP rally this past weekend. And, um, you know, I, you know, most, most people who listen to this show know like my little story and my little quarrel if you want to call it a quarrel my little fight or my my discontent with the NAACP because I you know we this this is this is not segregation rights we fighting for anymore like we're in a we're in a different phase today you know what I'm saying like we we don't even self-define ourselves as colored people but and we get mad when people you know call us colored as blacks right if I'm wrong, I want somebody to tell me wrong, but but this group has the name, you know, whatever. I ain't even going to go there. But anyway, I got invited to a rally, and I didn't go because I couldn't go. I had I had things that I had to do. Going to be out of town all next week. Want to spend some time with the kids, family. Had to do my thing, so that's what I chose to do, all right? That's more important. Anyway, I got invited to the rally, and I, and I saw pictures from the rally, and, you know, it's called the, uh, the the Poverty Tour or something like that, the Poverty Tour of North Carolina. And, you know, that's something that a couple of my brothers and I, we, we got together and that, that we do at least once a year. We, we try to go out and whether it's a canned food drive or it's a clothes drive, clothing drive, or uh, we, we're feeding the need. And we call it the need because, you know, if, if we put a bunch of money together and a bunch of resources and a bunch of people together who has a little bit more than the next person, you know, I'm not saying nobody's rich, but sometimes people got more canned food than the next, or they got a couple extra dollars, or a little bit more time. We we put all that together, and and then and it, and that shout out Big shout out to everybody out there doing it. I know there's a lot of people out there in Wilson doing it, man. Shout out to you guys, Wilson NC. Big up my hometown. Y'all know how I do. But in 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 it, I'm I'm bringing this to an end because I know I got to go to a commercial. I get it, but um. All I'm saying is that, you know, we put the resources together and we call it Feed the Need and and we feed people who need something to eat that probably either can't afford it or, you know what, today it's on me. You know, it feels good when somebody takes you out to lunch, right? So it's kind of that. Like, you know, we go set up shop in a couple places. We got the food. We, You know, listen, if you're hungry, come eat. Like, I don't don't care if you have it. Just come. Like, you know, come, come kick it with us. Come fellowship with us. Come get some food and... And then be on your way if that's what you want to do, or just stand around and talk to us and keep talking and eat some more if we got leftovers, whatever. Like that's that's what we do, but we set up shop in a place where we know people actually need. And we're not ask we don't ask for anything. We're not preaching about nothing. We just come out there to show some love. Like that's it. And then, you know, when you're doing something like that, and the most amazing thing about it, it's like when you're doing something positive, people come up with positive vibes. Like, you know, I don't know if y'all believe in vibes, but, you know, people come up and they vibe with you. If you don't know what vibe is, I, I'm, I can't break that down for you right now, but, you, you know, figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we, 
you know, people come up and they, and they and they start talking about the positives of what you're doing and how we need more of this and, you know, how that's going on on such and such street and how they appreciate it. And, you know, we got hard times and we do this and we do that and the third. And, and you end up, like, talking about the important things, you know, over a couple of dollars and a couple of cans of food. And I, and I think that's so amazing. But the only reason I brought up what we do and what others do in contrast to what the NAACP is calling the, the, the poor tour or the the poverty tour of North Carolina or, or whatever it is, something around that wording, right? I need, I need to get it together. And I'm, and I'm not trying to insult those people because I know there's a lot of people on the local level of the NAACP. Notice I said local levels all across this country, maybe this world that rock. Like they really get it in. They really helping. They really helping with the scholarships and the tutoring programs and the after schools. You know, they they really in the community. They they really rocking. But the NAACP lacks in their national leadership. Like their national leadership drives the message when it comes to political things, and they do everything that the Democrat Party asks them to do. No matter what it stands for, no matter what it is, they do that. You know, just like the voter ID thing. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But anyway, my whole point is they're doing this poverty tour, and I don't understand a poverty tour that feeds nobody, that inspires no one to go to work, or that, that let me not inspire, because I know a lot of people are inspired by that, but th that doesn't teach anybody how to achieve excellence past where they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, how to how to really like it's not teaching any skills they're not feeding anybody they're not helping anybody and 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 the only thing you're getting out of this is a bunch of pictures a whole lot of shucking and jiving and somebody up there speaking or preaching or and I, so how is that a, and and it costs more than probably what most 8 million of my listeners make in 5 years combined you would spend Tens or hundreds of thousand dollars doing a tour, chartering buses, new suits and clothes, all this and that and the other, and PA systems and, you know, all that and meetings and, you know, all this crazy stuff, right? And call it the poverty tour when people are going in debt to get to your facility where you're having this parade. I don't get it. Got to go to commercial, man. You're rocking with the KIRP radio show. When I come back, I'm going to have some really amazing brothers on the show with me. You know, we really going to do some good things. I don't know what's going on with my music and all that, but y'all got to do something about this because I got no commercial music going on. I don't I don't hear anything in the background. It's not cool. Yo, shout out to Blog Talk Radio, too, by the way, because uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, not saying anything negative about Blog Talk. You know, they, they definitely come a long way. But, like, my show, this show is growing, right? This show is growing a lot. And, and it feels like, it seems like the more we grow, um, the more problems that we're having. And, you know, Block Talk definitely, I mean, they're, they're on the ball. They got the new website. You know, they're, they're doing a lot of things, man. And, and shout out to them for working with this, man. But, I'm, you know, a lot of people are asking me, you know, P, do you want to, you know, why aren't you here? Or why aren't you making moves to do this? Or why aren't you making moves to do that? And you know, I, I think about it like I'm really thinking about making a making a move. So what I need folks to do out there, I need you guys to uh I need your comments. Like I, I need to know 
If you guys would, would rather hear me on another outlet, if you'd rather me do something different. But anyway, if if you want to do that, you know, want to let us know what we need to do, how we need to improve, and any advice you guys might have for us, hit us up on Radio at gmail.com. That's Radio at gmail.com. I want to know your comments. You know, you guys send me enough hate mail, so send me something with with some info and let me know what's going on, man. But anyway, you're rocking with the KRP Radio Show. Appreciate my producers is in the building. My producers always holding me down, always doing something for me, man, making making things work, you know, working things out and uh, try to get things moving. But um, since we're having all these technical difficulties and I cannot go to a commercial right this minute, I apologize to my commercial people. Shout out to Adidas and the D-Rose 3s, the returns. Look them up, man. It's the lightest sneaker out. In the on the basketball market for all my ballers out there, all my B ballers, check them out. D Rose threes, man, he's back. You guys know who Derrick Rose is. Holds holds it down over there. The Adidas, they really holding this man down, waiting on his return. And and I can't wait to see the man back on the basketball court because D Rose does some amazing things, man. D Rose is the D Rose is the man. Like if you guys don't know who D Rose is, you need to Google him. Check this man out so you guys can check out what he does, man, because he does it well so shout out to d rose and all my people over there at adidas also got to give a special shout out to my people out there at geico.com i know y'all seen the commercial with the pig with the the pig got the phone like there's a lot of pigs out there with phones <laughs> anyway that was a cheap shot man i guess i shouldn't have said that but it is what it is but shout out to geico man go to geico.com check them out they got some of the most competitive rates out there been in business forever geico i must say i use them for insurance they are very very fast like they take care of my claims and i had a windshield claim and they took care of it in a matter of hours and you know it was really cool got a new windshield in i think i paid maybe a hundred dollars it was cool man i like that so definitely got to be give a big shout out to geico.com and i also got to give a special shout out to d sheree d sheree d sheree i don't know i, I can spell it d-e-c-h-e-r-i-e now we're gonna have this 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 lady on the show and if you guys go to the website, that's KIRPRadioShow.com, you'll see Desheree Culture. Uh, you'll see her logo at the bottom of the page. If you click on that, it'll take you to the link to her website. And she has quite the vision for, you know, for up-and-coming uh, um, um, designers and up-and-coming clothing lines and labels. You know, she has a vision where all these different designers that she brings to you guys from all over the world, all over the country, all over all internationally, you know, she brings them into one place and that's her website. And, uh, you know, she's working on other things on the local front, but in, in, in essence, what they Sheree does, she brings these people together. Right. And then she markets their products on her website. But the thing is in her vision and, and what's, what's very interesting about it and how it really works is that every dime that you spend, comes back within the community. So, in essence, every time you buy a shirt from this woman, you're also helping out a local business owner. And you're also helping out a new designer. So, you know, it, it really works, man. And, and, and it all, you know, it all correlates into, you know, community, strong will, helping each other, showing love. So, I love that about Day Sheree, man. When we have her on the show, you guys are going to fall in love with her. You're going to fall in love with the vision. You're going to fall in love with the website. You're going to fall in love with the style. The style is crazy. I love the style. Got to make my way over there to get a couple shirts, man. And I already got them on my favorite. So, I just got to make that move. So, um, you know, you guys checked it out. And uh, B.I.G. shout out to her. Also, 
got to give one more last shout out to Allen's Trucking and uh, that's my man uh, Brian Allen over in, in BA Welding over in Greensboro, North Carolina. Does big things, man. You'll love this man's story. Damn near homeless. Uh, built his own way up. Worked hard. Got a trucking company. One cab over truck. I don't know if you guys know what a cab over trucks, but that's the old old trucks like on Mad Max. Y'all know what Mad Max is? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, that's the trucks with the with the without the long nose. You know, it's, you know the guy sitting in the window, the big steering wheel, the old school joints. But you know, he started out with one truck, man. And you know, his story is he, you know, he 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 bought that truck after being down on his luck. And, uh, you know, almost homeless, you know, he said, really, man, I was making, you know, eight or nine dollars an hour as a truck driver because this truck and the expenses and, you know, I didn't have any money in the bank and I was a new business owner and, you know, it was beating me to death and this, that and the other. So, you know, he really worked his way up, took care of his truck. Now he has multiple trucks. He has a flourishing business. He has real estate. You know, the man is really doing his thing. And he also it's a thing in common with KRP. He also gives back to the community as well. In a major way. And when when I say give back, I mean give back. I'm not going to put the band business out there because I don't know what he wants to be public or not, but I can vouch for that man. I can vouch for Brian Allen and, uh, you know, BA Welding over there, Allen's Trucking, Greensboro, North Carolina. Check them out, folks. And uh, if you have some welding needs or you got some transportation needs in general, check out uh, Brian Allen. Look him up. Google him. Do what you got to do. Hit me up on KRP Radio and we can do what we do to uh, put you guys in touch with some of these business owners that we advertise here on the KRP radio show. So shout out to all those people out there. Shout out to all you guys for rocking with the KRP radio show. I am sorry that we don't have the music in the background. Sorry about no commercials, but you know, it is what it is. What it is. We're going to work through this thing and uh, it's still going to be a wonderful show while I got my engineers checking this stuff out and blog talk doing their thing. Shout out to them too. Right this minute though, we're going to uh, move into a little bit of uh, the topic of this evening. And, um, you know, some people out there probably listen to the show and they've been anticipating this and uh, they might not like it. You know, the topic is, is very uh, controversial to say the least. And um, in essence, we're talking about slavery and you know, for a lot of people who's listened to me talk and speak in places, when I have enough time, I really dig into the aspect of mental slavery without insulting people, man. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and I'm on my conservative piss me off today. I'm on my conservative thing today. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting that other conservatives, man, because your messaging is getting cloudy. Your messaging is not clear. Not everybody, because some people out there rocking, but... I'm just saying, man, if y'all down with my team, we got to do a little better than what we're doing. And, um, you know, when we talk about mental slavery, that there's a there's a way to talk about mental slavery and the things that are going on that may be slavery in the modern day age and the jobs and within, you know, different organizations and different beliefs and, you know, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of things going on with what I call uh, slavery, modern day slavery. And, you know, when you get some people talking about it, they get downright insulting. And, you know, I don't like to insult any people. I'm definitely not in it to insult black people, but there are a lot of people out there who insult black people when you start talking about modern-day slavery and different things. Modern-day slavery. Excuse me, let me pronounce my words right. That's what happens when I get lazy. But, uh, you know, I got, listen, I'm going to bring some brothers on with me now who I build with on a regular basis. And if you don't know what build is yet and you listen to the KRP radio show, turn your damn PC off. 
God. I'm sick of people sending me email asking me what that means, man. Get you a slang dictionary. Welcome to the show, my brother Taj and my brother, brother. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on, bro? Yo, how y'all doing, man? Taj, what's good? I'm good. What's up, bro? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm wonderful, man. Hold on. I'll make sure I got everybody on here. Pat, you on, brother? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, I got you good. I, I, I must have clicked both of you guys at the same time. What's up with y'all, man? How y'all, man? Oh, I'm life good, is good, man. Got some technical difficulties going on here. I don't know if you guys can hear me clear over there or what, man, but we're going to make it do what it does if we can. Um, This is your guys' first time being on the show, man, and, and you know, when I hit you guys up, I chose you two because, you know, we do build about a lot of things here and there. And, you know, I always notice, you know, one focal point of, of the points that you guys make that I respect to the utmost is that you don't insult nobody. You just tell the truth for what it is. And if the truth's insulting, well, so be it. <laughs> you right. know? And um, right. I I respect that, man. I can appreciate that. Like, even if it's chastising me, I respect it, and, and and I rock with it. I deal with it and try to improve from it. So, you know, when I had this idea about the show, and I was thinking of all the numerous people with all these accolades that they have and that listeners will love to hear these people talk, I was like, hold up. Like, let me bring people to the table who are more like me, like who understand more than just the Ivy League education, who understand more than just sitting in the classroom, like people who sought out the information that we all share, people that take their own time out of their day to actually read a passage of something more than a than a hip hop magazine or, you know, more than some garbage that we see on T V or more than a reality show, you know, so and and I know that's you two guys. So, you know, when we started talking about modern day slavery, I'm like, yo, let me have my brothers on here so people can experience, you know, the building that we do openly and honestly. You know, right. despite despite, you know, despite what people believe, you know, a, a lot of what people believe is 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 garbage. And, and you know, people love garbage. The media loves garbage. You know, there's a reason the media, when things happen, they go to the, you know, the most uneducated looking or the most scraggly looking person on the scene. There's a reason that they do that. And, you know, I don't appreciate it, but it is what it is, and we know that. So welcome to the show, right. man. How, you know, how you guys this evening? Pat, you under the weather. I know, man. How are you, brother? You yeah. doing all right? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. Better. Doing a little bit better. That's cool, man. I, you know, I was saying earlier, I said, if I can get Pat, you know, to still come on and just, and just sit there and be quiet, I'm sure I'll say something. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, yo, I know, I know I can say something that'll get him going. I, if I get that blood yes, pumping, sir. yeah, that cold going to move out of the way because he's going to be yes, like, man, sir. I ain't sick no <laughs> <laughs> hey, pre- hey, Hey, brother P, I appreciate the invite, man. Yeah, I no appreciate doubt. that. No doubt. I'd love to have you guys on and, and hope to have you guys on even more, man. It, this is what I do. This this is how I spend my Sunday nights. This is this is P Church. This is my ministry and this is what I do. You know, whether yes. you know, people don't like it sometimes. It is what it is. I get a little rough around the edges, but man, I'm only look, fellas, like my, my only goal is and, and we're gonna get into the topic in just a second, but like my, my okay. only goal is is like to help somebody, man. You know, like okay. People people are hurt out here, and I don't even just mean financially. You know, people are hurt in, in a number of ways, and, and we're not getting that, that attention, and we're not getting that help that we need, and that a lot of times that we're seeking, and, and instead we get a veil. You know, we get something thrown over our eyes and something to make you feel all right for a little while while you're still really fighting that thing inside that's killing you, really. You know, that's really killing you, not just hurting you, it's killing you. And we go about our whole lives 
still dealing with these situations that we have, these, some of the things that we're born with. And sometimes we need, like, you know, medical help, but we're scared to go get it because of what people say. So, you know, having this show, I, I thought maybe it'd be a platform where we could talk about some of this stuff and I could just come off the cuff and let people know, like, I'm going to be me. Though. It don't matter how what people think. Just be you, be inspired, go out, do your thing. You know, you still can work hard. You still can get paper. Don't don't let people tell you just because you make money, you evil. Like, do your thing. So th- this is what this show is about, man. This, this show is just, this, there's no directive. We just come on here and we talk about topics and politics and, you know, empowerment and community and all this. And sometimes we end with a good result. Sometimes we don't. You know, that's what KRP Radio is. That's all it is. Right. So, um, yeah, Taj. Yeah, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm good. Man. How you doing? <laughs> no, I'm I'm good right now. I'm in good company, man. What 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 you think about uh talking about modern day slavery, man? When you when you guys when you hear that term, you know where does take? Let us know like where your mind goes really fast. You know where where do you what kind of place do you go to when we start talking modern day slavery? Um. The first thing that comes to my mind is, um, like, you know, human trafficking, you know, what they do with the kids, um, you know, kidnapping the young women um, from the other countries, you know, to be used to sex, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. I I, I, I was actually in a – man, this is crazy. It's funny you say that. I was in a place one time. I wanted to buy a motorcycle. This is when I I wanted to buy my first bike, right? So I'm, I'm in a place, and I ended up talking to, you know how we say, in the hood, Amigo. So I was talking yeah. to this this Mexican brother, and um, you know we were chilling at his crib because he knew somebody who was gonna sell this ninja, and so I'm I'm sitting there you know chilling with the guy you know he worked somewhere close to where I work and you know we were just building just talking and whatnot and you know he had some people living with him, and I'm like oh man I you know I didn't like one thing about me I I don't want to come in nobody's house and get so comfortable that I feel like I'm disrespecting your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. So, you know, when the girl walked in, I'm like, dang, my bad. You know, I ain't mean to be, like, out here chilling like that. And my coat was over here. You know, you like to be proper. And um, he was like, you know, no, 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 don't don't worry about it. You know, I own her. <laughs> and so I'm like, hold up, man. Yes, I'm like, hold up. Stop tripping, man. You, what, you, what you mean you own her? You know, I'm thinking it's a wife joke. But he's like, yeah. no, no, no. You know, he really went in and started explaining to me that this girl was a friend of his daughter. And he paid, he fronted the money for her to come here and live, but she had to work her debt off. Now, wow. I don't know about wow. y'all, but I ain't never in my life, man. And I, and yo, I've been in some, I've been in Prince Street, homie. Lived over there with some family as a kid. I've been in some hoods before. I'm from Maplewood. It is what it is. But I ain't right. never heard of nothing like that before. I never in my life heard of nothing like that before, man. Something went through me, man. I sat there another five minutes. I dropped my natural light. I was like, man, yo, I, you know what, man? I got to roll, man. I forgot. I got something to do. And I got up out of there, man, because I ain't, I never, have you got, have you heard anything like that, either one of you guys? Uh, no, I haven't. Not my everyday life. I haven't personally heard anything like that, um, like your experience. But uh, being a, 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 a graduate of uh, criminal justice, within the criminal justice program, yeah. that was one of the major topics in how, um, in foreign places, uh, families that are very poor mm-hmm. actually sell their children, young children, into slavery mm-hmm. just to get a meal. Uh, 
and it's crazy, man. It is, it is, it is, it is mind-blowing because of the freedoms that we have here, the things that's going on here in America. We wouldn't even couldn't imagine those things happening here, but they're, they're going on all day, every day in other countries. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Pat, what about you, man? You, you ever heard of you never heard of some some stuff like this before? No, can, honestly, can I you, man. Um, the, 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 the first time I, I ever heard of that was um, there was some kind of special on the Lifetime channel about you know human trafficking, but I've never heard of it personally. Have it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, we're talking about modern day slavery. I mean, this is this this is the purest form of it. Like this, how how is this any different than the slavery that we went through? Fellas, right, or, right, or, right, or is it? You know. Well, um, to um, to answer your question, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind when we talk about modern day slavery is um, prison system. Yeah. And and the Thirteenth Amendment um, of the of the United States Constitution, when it talks about abolishing of slavery, mm-hmm. and uh, it actually reads. Um, that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, um, except as a punishment for crime, mm-hmm. uh, the word "except" that that's a big word because if you're going to abolish slavery in the U.S., there's no exception; just abolish it. Mm. You know, and but there's an exception in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So what you saying is, you know, we're going to do away with kicking in your door, snatching the men and the women out. We're going to do away. You happen to work in the cotton field. But if you commit a crime, we'll still have the right to treat you as we treated you before, mm. according to the 13th Amendment. And and the more I begin to, you know, indulge into law, mm-hmm. it, 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 we think that slavery has disappeared. And it really hasn't. It's just taken a different form, of a modern-day form. Mm. Mm. I like that. What do you think about that, brother? I mean, about, about the comment he just made. It's funny because we spoke about this, um, me and him, probably a couple months ago. Um, yeah, you're basically right. You know, it's, it's funny because it's the little crimes that they get people for, uh, you know, like, your license, uh, your child support, stuff like that. It turns into something bigger. You know, when you're in there for a year or so, you know, you, you make the furniture, uh, license mm-hmm. plates, um, clothing, um, stuff like that. So they're getting free labor out of these people. You know, um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's um, it's 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 a, it's a little more than free labor. And it's a it's a it's a little right. more than it like I mean you know I not not going to say it it's in layman terms free labor you know but we we know it's more than free labor but oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely I, I was just trying to make a point off that I, I was just saying it's 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 almost a life you're given and and it, and many times it, it is a life term or a life right. sentence and you know. I've always I always hold a problem with that. I always had a problem with that. If you if you look at the North Carolina Constitution, and I'm not sure what it reads verbatim, but I can tell you that it reads that you you lose your intellectual rights. Like you you don't you lose all your rights and you award it says a ward of the state of North Carolina. You become a ward of the state of North Carolina. And right. and I'm pretty sure those words are in there specific. I just I can't remember exactly how it reads, but you know right. 
things like that get me wondering because like here we are in in like the change of a society where there are a lot of new things coming about and you know people aren't really paying attention to what what we see what's really going on and it's almost the same people screaming that we should be free and the same people screaming that we are free are the same people that push for these type of positions so right. you know when you when you talk about slavery how can you <laughs> how can you forget the fact that there are millions of people incarcerated that are quote unquote slaves to be able to be used for any means by the federal government that they so choose right. to be any means right. any means whatsoever right. like i i always see i've heard a lot of people say and you know take the prisoners and, and send them off to fight for the country let just let them go out there take the killers and the murderers and let them go and i'm like damn now i understand i i hear what you're saying like me i don't i don't even believe in the death penalty but that's just me all right that's just me but right. I, I i can i can i, I can i can get where people un, where people coming from with this like i understand how they got there i know why i understand why they make those type of comments i get that part i understand that part but what i don't understand is like is how the same people that are supposed to be freedom fighters and de- and defenders of the earth if you want to call it or whatever you want to call it defenders of the free nation the free world are the same people talking about using people and taking them against their will and doing things with them to me that's modern day slavery. Right. All day. All to, day. To me it is, right? So I, I don't understand like how how you can support like l- listen, I support the constitution for the freedom that it that it, it brings. I do. Right. I do distinctly I do. Everybody know I do, right? I, I'm I'm feeling that. But I also understand like listen, some things are wrong, some things are are, are, are plainly wrong. And and some things need to be done differently. And here we are in a society where the government tells us that we want you to live over here. We want you to eat no more than this. And this is what we're going to give you. And people, mm-hmm. root, they root and cheer for that. And I just don't right. understand that. Like, is is look? Let's 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 look at social welfare. Like, let's let's look at a welfare system where a system where you can't have three thousand dollars in the bank. A system where you can't make more than ten dollars an hour and and have three thousand dollars in the bank. A system where you can't bring your mom to live with you if your mom is down and out on her luck without her going on a system on her own under her own paperwork. What's the difference? Like to right. me, that's modern day slavery. I, I you know I don't know. I, I'll let you guys talk, man. I'm 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 running too much, man. But I I don't know how you guys feel about that. Just just the premise of you know social welfare and and for the for which it stands right now. Well, um, when it when it comes, oh, go ahead, Sash. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, that. Uh, when it, when, well, that it, it has its place. Sure. Uh, there are definitely there, there are definitely many of of, um, of of us people that need it. Um, but I've also found that there are many many of us that um, take I wouldn't say necessarily take advantage of the system, but it's a mental thing. A lot of us have the ability to get out here and hustle and work and grind, but instead we use the system as a crutch. And I think we make it hard for those that really need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that that that's sort of uh, a small bit of my, my take on it. Uh, it's definitely many of us that, that need it. 
but it's not meant to be long term, in my opinion. You know, I think the assistance is supposed to be, in my opinion, temporary. Mm-hmm. Supposed to have you get on your feet, you know, uh, until you can do better. And I just think um, some of us uh, we, we get a little content mm-hmm. with that assistance, and well, what, it, it, it makes. What, what brother? What what if it? Here's my here's my question of today, right? With with and okay. and I agree. I I feel the the exact same way you do. But here's my question of today because of the way things are going with, you know, the wave of the country and with jobs and you know the way we're moving. It's like my question now is, what if it is long term? What do we do? You know, what if it is right. long term now? Because you know if if. Let me get on my Malcolm card. Like, if the oppressor keep oppressing, eventually it's going to come to a point where you can't get out of iniquity. So right. I feel like the agenda has been pushed so hard and things have been mishandled in this country so bad that the people who were making it are doing bad. So ultimately, the people who weren't making it are going to be doing worse. So that means that going forward, we're probably looking at people being on the system a lot longer than they ever were before. I'm talking to people right. who made it out, you know. So right. my my question is, and and that was Pat, right? I was just talking, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yo, what what if it is, yo? And this is a scary thought, man. And it's scary as hell. And I always think about it. But now, what if 2013? What if it is long term, man? What in the world do we do? What if it is long term? Do they just how do how do they handle that, Pat? I don't know. I'm just asking you. If if, if you the man, uh, how how do we handle that? I believe um, we are so divided in our community, man. And if it, if it ends up becoming a long term thing, there's enough money in our community that mm-hmm. if we would just gather together and put our economics together. Amen. You know, we put our economics together. We can get out of. The, you know, we can get out of the situation. And I think we're so divided when it comes to economics, man. You know, it's like it's like the bucket full of crabs. You know, when one get up, there's going to be one there, to, you know, to pull them down. And yeah. we have to break We have to break that mental cycle. It, we don't want it to be long-term. God knows we don't. But if it was to head in that direction, man, we would really have to pull together as a community. It's not rocket science. Right. I think we have to drop a lot of pride a lot of egos, you know, and we just have to pull together. And that's something that we have, that's been a challenge in, in the black community is pulling together, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, I mean, you know, I, I grew up right here, you know, not too far from Maplewood. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, born in Manchester, you know, the hood. Yeah. But, you know, it's like we see we see the Latinos doing it, you know, and we make light of it. You know, it's like 15 of them in one house, but guess what? They have a plan. They cycle through. They, you know, family A, B, and C. B and C family helps out A until A get on their feet. Then another family comes in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they don't mind. They don't mind that because their whole, you know, um, their whole outlook is about helping one another. Yeah. You know, and you see businesses growing in our own community. Yeah. From Damn them. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 it's and it's and it's, it's it's saddening. It's real saddening because we as black people can be do, doing the exact same thing, the exact same thing. Is it is it a t- Taj? Let me. I'll let you answer that too, brother. What what happens if it is long term? What happens if 
the people who are making it because I mean, let's face it, sometimes people need a hand up, right? Not a not a help out, but a hand up. So, you know, let's say you're down on your luck, you get on welfare for a minute, all right, boom, you get your degree, whatever you need to do to get off. But things change in the in, in the process, you know, something change and, and and it seems to keep you down in that, you know, on on demand system. So what do right. we do if it's long term, you know, con- considering the things that are going on in this nation? How do we handle it being long term? I think what Pat was saying is community, and that, and that that's where I was going to go with it, and that you know that's where we're going to kind of sway the conversation towards. But I definitely wanted to hear your response on it. Well, I, I was thinking community also. Um, it's funny because earlier today I was talking with somebody about you know when I was growing up, I grew up on Lincoln, I grew up around the corner from Pat, so like we used to borrow you know eggs, sugar, uh, stuff like that within our even our own community. You might even speak to your neighbor. Anymore. Yes, sir. You, you know, I mean, and it's it's a bunch of things within the black community. Um, we don't have fathers in the home anymore. Um, and sometimes when you do have fathers in the home, he's not teaching you how to be a man, how to handle your responsibilities. Um, uh, and if you know, if you, if you have a mother in the home, she can't teach you how to be a man. So when you grow up, you don't know how to be a father. You don't know how to be that leader, that provider, that protector. It does, right. it does go back what's going on uh, within our community. Uh, when you look at, you know, other cultures, Asian people, uh, Latino people, they spend money within their neighborhood to help out, you know, their neighborhoods. That's one thing we black people we don't have. Right. We don't have a lot of stores in our, in our neighborhoods anymore. Uh, like when I grew up, uh, before Mitchell Chicken Barbecue became Mitchell Chicken and Barbecue, it was <laughs> a corner store, you know. Right, right. Like, you know, when we need something, we, we spend money within our community. There's no more corn stores within our community. We don't see that that kind of structure. Um, and it's, this this topic is so vast, man. I mean, we can touch on some so many things, Mike. But yeah, community. I mean, the community. Yeah, hey, me the buddy, but, but you can't get Mr. McGee's store. He was the last hey, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't get <laughs> Mr. McGee's store. Dang, that's crazy with the with the hey, um, hey, hey, brother brother Pete brother Pete yo his store is probably about fifteen by twelve <laughs> and, and I'm probably overestimating <laughs> but he had he had the old school cookies he had the man he had everything in his the store the penny point. cookies man I remember that yo I yeah. just, man what get a bag for them joints <laughs> I just put man, my fingers look. I just put cookies on each finger like I was blinging now go ahead my bad. <laughs> But look, we, we supported him. We supported him day in and day out. Yeah. We supported him. But I ain't really cut you off, brother. I had to throw that in. Oh, no, no, you you good, man. I, I think another thing, man, we as black people, we don't trust each other, man. We don't trust each other to be able to do business um, yeah. with each other. Because the one thing I hear people say, uh, that food won't get over, and you, you can't trust him. It's like, we'll trust somebody that doesn't look like us before we'll trust, you know, ourselves, and what, what's wrong with that right there, though? See, okay. Uh, you know, man, I, is, I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's one thing I've been trying to figure out. I was like, oh, you know, man, when they did you like that, or, you know, we, 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 could, sell, we could sell a product probably for the same price as somebody else would, but we're so used to doing business with other people. We don't want to do business with our own people. There's no trouble. One thing for sure. I don't, I don't knock anybody for doing business with who they want to do business with, right? I, I'm not knocking that. But but right. five hundred, I think the number was five hundred million dollars, is what black people spend in retail. Right. And, it, wow. and I think that's like two thousand ten, eleven stats. 
$500 million in, in we're talking retail only. Man, listen, if something don't change really fast, just like the political side of the world, blacks are going to begin to fade away. And, and like I talk about, I say this, and people think I'm bugging out. They think I'm crazy. But listen, I've been all over this country, man, and I, I haven't covered all 48 connected, but I've been all over this country, man. And when you start going to different places, the Midwest, out west, the middle of the country, there are not a lot of people that look like us. And and you know, this ain't no color conversation. I'm just keeping it 100. There's not a lot of black folks around this country, man. We are we are predominantly in one area, or or let's just say. From the south, I'm going to say from Texas over through the Middle East, which is North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, I call it. Some people call that south or whatever. And Upper mm-hmm. East Coast. That's it. Right. That's it. Outside of that, when you start going out west, you find us in large groups at a time, but not scattered out. Like here, you can find us all over the place. You know, in, in the right. place that this name in the south, you can find us all over the place. And, you know, we're just we're just here. And, you know, I had a thought. And also, shout out to Black Demographics, too. You can go to blackdemographics.com and uh, check their site out. They got an actual map, and I was I was telling some people about it. They got a map, and it's, and it's lit up in purple where, you know, blacks dwell, where blacks actually live in this country. And, and that if you look at that map, if it was night and day, there would be no daylight on 90% of the country. Wow. Serious talking. It's serious. It's serious. And nobody believes that. And the most amazing part is we haven't we don't we don't live really anywhere past where the settlers settled. <laughs> Yo, where the, where, uh-huh. where the slave ships hit. Let me just keep it one hundred. We don't live really nowhere different than where the slave ships hit. Seriously. Through the south, through the Gulf, on the east, up top. That's it. That's it. We're not migrated anywhere, we don't do anything. So I think like that mentality you know me, man. I'm crazy. I, I start thinking all sorts of things. I start, you know, my mind just goes there, man. And, and, and it gets me to wondering, is, is this why we don't deal with each other anymore? Because we have that same, like, colonized mentality. We we got that same, you know, slave mentality, if you will. Is, is that the real reason why we're suffering? Is because we just don't respect each other enough to love each other, like to do business together, to... To empower wow. each other and really mean it outside of a buck? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. What what do you guys think? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that's interesting. Um there's a term that is uh it's called post slavery trauma syndrome and we know that post is something that hap- happens afterwards and slavery was the act of genocide. Right. And when it genocide inflicted that genocide inflicted great harm and, and trauma on us as a black race. And and that harm, you know, has been continuous, which makes it a syndrome, you know. And it's, it's, it's affected our behavior, our attitudes, and our beliefs, you know. Um, it's crazy, man. It, 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 it's crazy. There's <laughs> definitely a whole lot going on. Check this out. Let's bring in, um, we're going to bring in my brother, the Disciple One. He got We got another caller who want to rock with us for a minute. Disciple One, welcome to the KRP Radio Show, my brother. How are you? Do we do we got him? I guess we still experiencing technical difficulties, brother. We'll try to get you on as soon as we can. Just rock with us for a little while. We'll try to get back to you. Let me ask you guys, man. You know, you know, we we talking about modern day slavery and 
you know, there was a few other things that I was going to throw in there, but what, I just I just want to ask you guys, like, what do you think about the education system in, in the black community today? Oh, wow. <laughs> First, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Oh, no, I won't go say anything. I was going to go ahead and let you talk. Go ahead. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I think in, in, in our community as parents, we, we have to be the number one teachers of our of, of our families. Um, true. Either we need to go back to school and, and, and revisit what we was taught, or we need to go and pick up something, you know, uh, additional so that we can teach our kids here at home. Um, I'm finding that, you know, like some of the guys I grew up with, um, they dropped out, you know, right in high school, and they have kids today, but their kids are bringing work home that, you know, they, they, they either forgot about or they just don't know how to do, you know. So I think education starts at home for number one. Um Education within the school system, um, I was just out at my daughter's school this past week talking to a science teacher, and their, their school uh, does not have a science laboratory. But one of the new schools here in Wilson that was just built, I won't name it, but it was just built, has a complete science laboratory, and science is taught from K, I think uh, the teacher said from K through, through fifth, as a special but at my daughter's school, science is taught at, at starting in fifth grade. Wow. So how does that happen? How, education should be general across the board. How does one mm-hmm. school in the same county is not on the same page when it come, comes to education? You know? So it, there, there's a lot that needs to be fixed, you know, just from my perspective. Um, there's a lot that's not, uh, a lot of people that's not, when it comes to the school district and those that are in positions, they they have to get on one accord and, and, and fix these things out. Because there's a lot of kids in my in my schools and my daughter's schools that you know is you know behind compared to other schools. Wow. What's your Pat? Hello? Well, I think um. Well, my daughter's not at school. My daughter's my daughter's homeschooled. So, uh, from the time she was born to now, uh, I've you know my mother, her mother and I we've always tried to educate her mm-hmm. ourselves. You know, the one thing I didn't want to do was rely, you know, on the system to uh, educate my child. But even kids that are still like that, it starts at home. You know, school should just be a refresher for what you teach your children. You know, um, they should know all the little basic things. At least, at least by the time they're Two or three, you know, the count, colors, body parts. Nice. Uh, that's one thing, you know. You know, my daughter, you know, if you, you know, little kids have checkups, you know, once a year, and you know, when she would go and see her daughter, her daughter would point at colors. My, my daughter could seek them out. You know, one thing we always did was always taught her like she was an adult. You know, so she'd be able to form her words um, and speak. You know, like a child should. Um, I can't say the education system is messed up because I came up in the education system, you know. But luckily, I had my family, you know, people my family, uh, people in the neighborhood. They were they were always making sure I was educated, you know, through the book or um, speaking on topics. I mean, that's something we should we should do. We should have going on. Um, and if you're a parent, if your kids in school, you should you and the teacher should be best friends. You got to know what's going on. You got to know what your kids are learning. Um, 
and as for what Pat was speaking on, it seems like it's a, it's a divide, you know, within Wilson County Schools. If you have a new school that's built and has a K through five science lab, and you have one of the older schools here in town, where would you say Pat just the fifth grade? Yeah, starting at fifth grade. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, that's, some, that's some kind of divide. So there needs to be, you know, a it's a structure problem, and I don't know if that. The superintendent, or if you just speak to the principal about that, but there's a structural problem because that's not fair that you have, you have kindergartens, you know, taking advantage of a science lab, but you have kindergartens in another school that's not taking advantage of a science lab. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, oh, no, no, you're good. Oh, no, you know, I was having a conversation with uh, my daughter's science teacher, and she was saying, you know, how she had to go out, out of her own pocket to buy um, science, uh, uh, graduate tools and, and science stuff so they can do projects. And, you know, I was like, well, this is a Title you know, Title One school. You know, I know y'all get funding. And she said, and the crazy thing about it, she said that the funding goes to math and reading first. And from my understanding, I thought money is allotted to whatever subject that that needs help, you know. And and I don't know, it, it, it's crazy, man. But to me, that's very unfair. It's, it's unfair to the students. It's unfair to to the to, to the school district. It's, it's, it's unfair. No child should have. What is my what's my question? What happens? What goes, what goes on with the um the NC education lottery money? Isn't that provided towards Schools for education, or just provide the build schools and roads and stuff like that. Well, for, that's what my understanding was. What what it was for it was for the school system first, where there was also supposed to be a portion. I, I guess there's a pie out, a pie chart out that that shows you know where the the money is going. But you know that thing has been a disaster from the start, man. That that lotto, that whole lotto thing has been a disaster from the start, you know. Right. And I also know uh, middle school students here in the area. They all got iPads. So that money right there to use for the iPads shouldn't that go towards, you know, stuff like the, the science lab, uh, books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that should be spent on you know that instead of an iPad for just middle school um, children. You know, I, here's the thing about the school system, man. I, you know, we we look at North in North Carolina. I, I can only speak on North Carolina. Like, you know, in the past. You know, I remember it, people were talking about, you know, the fight for school choice. And, you know, I, I'm always for school choice. Like, I, I think that if your child represents a number, a mathematical equation that, that correlates to how much money the school system gets, if you decide to take your child out of that school system, out of that school or or whatever equation that is, if you decide to take your child out, I feel like you are entitled to those funds towards your child's education. You know, because if this is tax dollars and this is money that they they specifically say, you know, hey, this school has 10,000 students. Each student represents $200. So if you take your student out, that's $200 that should come out of that school. And whatever institution or whatever way you decide to school, that you decide, that's the key word now, that you decide to school your child, that money should be used for your child's education if that's how they do it. And from what I understand in the last time I checked, that's how they do it. But what happens is you get you get different groups, and when you start talking about school choice, you know, people like to throw in their villains. And, you know, in every story there's a hero and a villain, so they like to throw in their villains and their heroes, and then they battle it out that way instead of talking to people like you and me who, like Pat, 
I would mind schooling my kids at home. I can't afford to do it. Right. I would love. I would love to do. You know. You understand where I'm going? Like right. I would love that, and right. I think that everybody. I take that back. Hold on. See, I just broke my own rules again. We can afford to do that. We can afford to do that. We just hadn't made that distinct decision. We haven't stood on our own two feet and said, you know what, this is what we need to do. All right? that That's the problem. It's not affordability. I'll take that back. Me, let me shun myself for a minute. But anyway, you know, what, what? What? basically what I'm saying is, you know, this is what happens, like, when people throw politics into the mix. This is what happens when, you know, we allow people to speak for us that don't believe like we believe, that don't stand for what we stand, you know, what we stand for. And, and you know, when you get people like the NAACP, yeah, I'm getting on them again. You know, they go out here ranting and raving, talking about money and how, you know, the president, we was talking about, uh, oh, this is this is a hypocrisy and this is slavery again and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you can't take money out of the public school and we shouldn't do that. And, you know, we shouldn't. Listen, man, I don't know where he come from. And, by the way, his, school's, his daughter's in a private school that he pays for. But <laughs> I think we deserve that same kind of freedom. Like, it's it's not about money or how much money is going to the school system. If if education is really that important, like they say it is, like people are always stating it is, it should not be a problem opening more schools, and that would mean smaller classrooms. And I'm talking about charter schools because we had a charter school cap in North Carolina. Yes, Democrats did that. Shout out to them. Talking about 100 schools is all we get, and they don't want any more, and forget the voucher system and this, that, and the other. And and it, you wow. know they brought out they brought out their guns and they started battling and they forgot all about what the people were saying because guess what the people didn't know because where you know in the neighborhoods we're from we were only getting our message from people that's around us Republicans aren't around us it's Democrats that are around us it's the NAACP that's around us so they're gonna paint the picture how they want to paint it to benefit them most instead of just the people this is what lobbyists do this is why this is what happens in politics this is why I think that we need to be more you know, we need to understand what's going on more. Like, we need to be a part of the process more. So we can say, wait a minute, hold up. So you're telling me that my tax money should only go for the public school and not for me to be able to take my kid to Sally B. Howard if I want to? Or not right. for me to be able to put my child in a smaller classroom? Like, I, This is what happened when politics plays in it, and that's what happened to North Carolina public school education. It's so much politics tied in. It's going to fail, man. This is why people snatching their kids out of school. It's it's gonna fail, and that's where you're gonna get stupid comments like that from a teacher. And it is pure stupid. I can't come up with an intelligent word for it. That the money goes to reading and math first before it could go to science. Like we don't need science. Are you kidding me? Right, right. So you know, I I just don't get it, man. I I don't know where you guys are, but I'm all for more charter schools. I'm all for smaller classrooms. I'm all for teachers making as much money as they deserve. Right. You know, I'm I'm all for that, and that doesn't fit into the mold. Like, you know, that doesn't fit into the program. That doesn't fit into the cookie cut model of a conservative or a Democrat or a Republican. It just doesn't fit, and and this is where most of us are. Like, we don't fit into a cookie cutter mold. You know, we feel differently about many things, and until we stand up and start talking about it and and start reaching out across these boards and start finding things more than reality TV more important. We're gonna keep being failed like this, man. It's it's gonna happen. It's just it's gonna keep going. Right. Said a lot, I know. <laughs> Said a lot, man. Let's see if we got these commercials going on, man. We'll go to a commercial for a second, then we'll come back. Wanna ask you guys another question, man. You rocking with the K I R P radio show, baby. Shout out to everybody out there who's listening, man. We'll be right back after these commercials if we got them.
60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. (laughs) Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? No girl to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. I'm dressing number one. Maybe. Become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me. And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D. Rose. And this is only the beginning. I'm all in.
born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independence means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.becheri.com Day Cherie. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Skyco. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists that Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the KIRP radio show, baby. Trying to solve these technical difficulties, man. I, you know, I was about to, let me, uh, 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 I'm about to, yeah, see, I was, I was about to get that freestyle, boy, y'all don't want, y'all don't, y'all don't want me, man, I, I was feeling good. You hear that far side, boy, I was about to give y'all a freestyle, let me stop, man. Welcome back, everybody, to the KIRP radio show. The number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, man. We do it B 
I-G. And I was just about to get that freestyle. Y'all want me to kick a freestyle? Yeah, hey, I'll pretty kick off. What you mean, no, man? I said, you want me to kick a freestyle? Said, Can you want me to kick a freestyle? No! <laughs> <All right. laughs> trying to be funny. Hey. trying to be funny. Like, you got to play me out like that. Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, man. You, we got various topics tonight. Talking about modern-day slavery. Producers think it's funny with the no and all that. Like, I can't freestyle. That's all right, though. I'm freestyle better than y'all. Y'all lay ocean. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my guest tonight <laughs> My brother Taj My man Pat representing Wide Awake Man we just it's, it's, That's my rap pack right here man This is my building pack And uh, you know these brothers came on the show with me tonight We building a little bit talking about some things And uh, you know Fellas it, it's, uh, it's it, it, The topics are one thing Right And right. There, were, there were a lot of things Going on today a lot of things been going on all week, man, but Ray Lewis got another Super Bowl. That's true. Ray Lewis he went out on top. Went out on top. Yes, sir. You know, and and you know, I'm a Carolina fan, but if you're a football if you played football before or you love the sport, and I mean I'm talking about you really like understand football, you can't help but to like Ray Lewis, right? Is it just me? Oh no, it's full, full of passion, man. Passion for life for the game. You gotta yeah. love. Him. Like we, yeah. we love that. We love that passion, man. You, I don't understand. Like, how can you? The Niners was my childhood team, though. Shout out to the Niners. And um, you know, I, I thought they were gonna get him one. I, I wanted them to get one. I knew Ray Lewis had one. I was hoping Moss would get his. But you know, it is what it is. I ain't mad about the game because you know you like Ray Lewis, and then you look at like the other players they got on the team that has been through so much adversity. You know, you got Ed Ed Reed with his brother passing and you got what's what's the running back name? I forget his name. Short guy. Um, uh Ray Rice. Yeah, Ray Rice, Ray Rice with his man, have you heard his story with his moms and it, it's wow. So, you know, yeah. he, and then you got um what's my man named Michael Orr? You got yeah, Michael, Michael Orr. Uh, with, what's the name of the movie? Um I can't the the longest I, yard I, I, you, no, no, I'm bugging, no, no. I'm bugging I, I, out. I, 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 can't, I, I can't. I can't make a name of it now, brother. Man, what was that movie? I can't remember the movie right now, but my kids love it. My, I show my football team part of it. They loved it too. My little league team. So it's um. Oh man, we got people hitting us up. Blindside. <laughs> yeah, blindside. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Shout that's out to it. Rashad Woods, baby. Shout out to my brother Rashad too, man. Love and Father Society. That's us, me and Rashad. We do it. Big. I love being a black father. That's our nonprofits, man. Y'all get out there. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash I love being a black father. We in there. Leave us some some inspirational quotes, some words, some thoughts. Go like a picture, show us some love, copy you a T-shirt. By in a couple weeks, you'll be able to get a T-shirt, man. Y'all let somebody know what the site is. It's all positive things, and it's all inspirational things, you know, just like those brothers who play football. And, and you, you can't help but, you know, you can't help but love Ray Lewis, man, how he plays the game. He put it on the line. And, you know, those stories that those guys have, man, are, are amazing. And to see people make it, you know, from from the things that they've made it through is is a miracle. And, um, you know, I thank God for them brothers and their stories, man, because, you know, a lot of people hold those stories back. You, you know, we need those stories like that. There's a lot of kids out there that need to hear those stories. There's a lot of men out there that need to know, you know, there's there's life after this mishap. 
You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate, you know, people with that kind of passion, you know? Right. Um, Kobe or LeBron, man? It's an easy question. Oh, LeBron? LeBron? Who LeBron? said LeBron? Who was that? Pat? Oh, that? That was Pat. That was Pat said that, yeah. Pat, you said oh, LeBron? All day. All day. Ties? Kobe or LeBron? Kobe. Kobe? KB2. KB2. Hold up, 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 for real. Five rings, bro. Ooh. Five rings, Pat. Your turn. So we're talking about MVP, right? <laughs> who 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 yeah. I, I don't I don't what's the debate though? I mean, who's the better player? Right now? Who's it's the greatest between those two? LeBron's the greatest between Kobe. But you know, comparing him and Kobe. Uh, it, it, uh, it all depends what you're comparing them on. You comparing them on of course Kobe has more championships. Of course he has more rings. Yeah. So right off the bat, you're going to say Kobe is the best, but I'm a LeBron James fan anyway, so I I, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna ride with I'm gonna ride with LB all day, no matter what. Whew. Times. Well, I, I can't I can't you can't deny Kobe. I'm I'm an NBA fan across the board. Yeah. You can't so can't deny Kobe. Yeah. Can't deny. Yeah. But you still give LeBron that nudge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, he's hot right now. I, I I can see why, but Kobe, man, the shot at the end of the game, game's online. I want Kobe to have the ball. But not LeBron to have the ball at the end of the game. Five nah. seconds left. Five, five yeah, seconds Kobe, left. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe with the ball. He, he's a killer. He's a killer. Straight up killer. I'm, I'm gonna put the ball in LeBron James' hands because he needs those moments. He he needs those moments. He needs it. Is he willing? But tell him, his thing, though, is, is he willing? Is he willing? He's willing. He's willing. He's willing. He's willing. Whether, whether he's going to hit the shot or not, I really don't know. But I, I need to pass the ball to my boy LB because he needs those moments. <laughs> you saying he need him like he need help, or he need him like so he can show up? Yeah, so he can show up. So he can show right. up. I ain't gonna yeah. that. What about um? What about my cheer? My cheerio, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mello. <laughs> what about Mello? Hey, I'm a Knicks fan, so you know I, I want a man to have a ball. But he scored 42 today, right? Did he? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Man. What 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 happened? He got an L. Ooh. That's fine. What's That's fine. He's still, what's he's still, look. Hey, huh? hey, he's still burning people. He's still burning people. Yeah, but what's burning people when you when you catch your L's? <laughs> oh, 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 hey, who, who's your team? Who, who's your team? Who, who do you like, Pat? Me? Who do you like, Pat? You, you, uh, yeah. you, you really don't ask that. I was just really uh, talking about L. LeBron. He liked oh, the heat, I, then. I'm going to speak for him. I think he liked the yeah, heat. Yeah, yeah, I like the heat. Yeah. He but, know I like the now, heat. He just, it's funny. Yeah, for now. For now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Pat, right, you, you right. look, I'm gonna tell, look, hey, 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 brother P, I'm gonna tell the whole world. Yeah, I rock with LeBron when he was a Cavalier. I'm a LeBron James fan, so wherever LeBron goes, he can go to the Phoenix Suns. 
I'm going to walk with LB. Uh, he's, a ga- he's a game changer, man. Hey, so, hey look, hey, he's going to win the MVP this year. And where if, so if LeBron went to the Milwaukee Bucks, would you just be a LeBron fan or would you be a Bucks and LeBron fan? I'm going to have to be a Bucks and a LeBron fan because he's what? part of the team. For real? I'm going to have to be. What? Yeah, I'm going to rock with him. I'm going to rock wherever he goes. <laughs> man, you know what the lady in the corner saying about that, man? What's she say? <laughs> You're killing the lady in the corner. She says, he's killing me. Hey, hey. It's a scary thing, but hey. The lady, the lady um, in the corner had a horror scream about that. Now, nah, let me stop, man. It, it, you know, it is what it is, man. It is. I, I feel you because, I, listen, I, I felt that way about LJ and and, and Elijah Warren. Like, them was my dudes. And, you know, Jordan, of course. Who don't like Jordan? So, you know. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, I had to rock with Jordan when he was with the Wizards. I had to. Yeah, he put up. Jordan put up some. Jordan got that check when he was over there, man. I knew what he was doing. Yeah, politics. Listen, man, it's been amazing, but uh, it's time to get to stepping. <laughs> like Martin, like Marty Mall said, we gotta get oh, to stepping. So you know, as much <laughs> as I hate it, you know, it, it is what it is. It's like you know. Got to move it on. But shout out to you, brothers, man. I definitely appreciate y'all coming through. And, I appreciate uh, you. You know, if, if ever, if ever I could be a servant, if ever I could be a help, you guys, y'all know, man, y'all got my ear already. Just, you know, I'm a phone call away. And, you know, for whatever, man, you know, to build, to talk to, whatever we need to do, I'm here to help, inspiration, ideas, whatever. You know, I'm definitely here. And, you know, you guys got my support 100, you know. I ain't got a lot, but, you know, I could offer a lot just being the man I am. So, you know, whatever. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody out there, man. It's ten seconds. We up out of here. Shout out to everybody. Sorry I didn't get my brothers to give get a chance to give their shout outs for the night, but we'll come back and we'll we'll do some shout outs at another time. So thanks for listening to the KRP radio show. We are out of here, man. One love to everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Y'all got some shout outs real quick. Shout out to my mom, shout out to my family. Yeah. Shout out to to you, brother people. What you doing, man? Keep 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 it up. Definitely, brother. We're definitely gonna do that. Same time, same place next week. KRPRadioShow dot com at symbol KRPRadioShow at symbol NC Pudgy. We are out of here. Thanks to everybody. Come. Thanks to Adidas, Guy Cole, D. Sheree, everybody out there, man, who sponsored the KRP Radio Show. Thanks to you guys for coming through. Thanks to all the fans, man. Eight, better than eight point five million. I know we got eight point five plus. I don't know where we are from there, but you know, shout out to everybody else. Brian's Trucking, SoundTrue dot com. Everybody. Definitely, B.I.G., thanks to you guys for coming through. Maybe we'll do it again, man, and I hope we get the bill one more time again. I'm out of here. It's Pudgy, man. One love. Thanks for listening to the KLP Radio Show. We're gone. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.